Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome back for another video. In today's video, we're going to recap some key takeaways from Gaming 20s action and discuss the transfer plans for Gaming 21, including whether it's time to buy Haaland back or not just yet. Starting with Luton 2, Chelsea 3. Chelsea were cruising at 3-0 up and they almost threw away two points as Luton came back late in the game and their chances to equalise as well. It was the Palmer show with an 18-pointer, the biggest gaming score since Doku's 22 in gaming 11. Don't kick yourself too much if you benched him, many did this week and it was some overperformance. His first goal coming from 0.05 xG and the assist for Madueke's goal was 0.04 xG. Three returns he got from 1.08 xGi. Sterling was benched, and given Maliwaki's goal, he's looking like a sell, clearly not secure for starts anymore. A cruel swing if he did back Sterling over Palmer in recent weeks, but less so if he had both. Doughty deserves a mention, with two assists and he got bonus points for a 9 pointer. He's got one goal and five assists this season, super attacking defender and he's only 4.4 mil. He could be a handy pick when Luton's postponement versus Bournemouth gets rearranged for a double game week. Gusto started for Chelsea again, but he got booked, resulting in a 0 pointer. Aston Villa 3, Burnley 2. A late penalty deciding the game as Luis scored from the spot and he snatched some bonus points. Ninth return of the season for the 5.5 mil midfielder. Watkins with 2 assists for an 8 pointer, his 20th return of the season. Bailey scored as well and he also finished on 8 points, and Diaby also had a good game. Outside of the Liverpool game, his 1.55 XGI was top among all players. It's good to see Foster back in the Burnley side as well, he scored a really well taken goal. Two returns in the last three for the 4.8 mil forward. The biggest disappointment of course coming from the Villa defenders with two goals conceded. Paul Torres was on the bench and he came on for the last half hour or so. Alex Moreno looked like a reasonable punt in Dina's absence but no joy this game week and he's in a void now as Dina's back in around a month which in FPL terms is only another couple of game weeks, there's only two game weeks in all of January. Crystal Palace 3, Brentford 1, Elise with a brace, Eze scoring the other goal for Palace, a much needed result with pressure mounting on Hodgson. It's a shame that Palace have got Arsenal away next, as these two look like great replacements for Son and Salah, particularly if you need to find funds for Haaland. Elise is 5.9 mil and Eze 6 mil. On paper, Eze is probably the better pick with penalty duties, but they're very close. Perhaps not a bad time to be playing against Arsenal though, given their recent results. That was Brentford's last game about Tony, who's now served his 8 month suspension and he's available for selection in game week 21 if he's fit enough to play. With Vista off to AFCON now, he's desperately needed. Brentford have lost 5 games on the bounce now. It's going to be interesting to see how he looks on his return. Tony's still 7.9 mil. We know what a quality FPL pick Tony can be with 20 goals for assists last season, and they've got double gaming versus City to come still. Man City 2, Sheffield United 0. One of the very few clean sheets in Gaming 20. Akanji, Ake, Walker, and Vardio were the four defenders to start, along with Edison and Goal. 
Ruben Diaz made the bench and he came on. City were in complete control for the majority of the game. They completed 938 passes, which is the second most in Premier League history. They completed four more against Swansea back in 2018. Foden goal and assist, he ran the show with a quality performance and a 12 pointer to show for it. He assisted Alvarez for the second for a tap-in at the back post. The reports are that Haaland is expected back in Game Week 21, which is going to make things very interesting. De Bruyne was also on the bench and he should be involved in Game Week 21, having been an unused substitute against Sheffield United. It's fair to ask the question, what will Foden and Alvarez's minutes look like with Haaland and De Bruyne returning? Probably not as nailed as they have been recently, but that holds for now. They're away to Newcastle next, and then they're home to again to Burnley Game Week 22, and then they've got Brentford and then Everton, some good fixtures to come. Fulham 2, Arsenal 1. The shock result of the game week. Arsenal really poor. Arteta claiming after the game is their worst performance of the season in fact. Arsenal down to 4th as it stands. Saka scored though. He had a big chance which he should have done better with on the volley and he put it well over. Saliba got booked so that was a zero pointer for us owners. It's clear that Arsenal aren't at their best right now. Jesus was benched in favour of Nketiah which didn't work either. It's now over a year since Nketiah's last away league goal. That all said, the Arsenal assets are a hold for now. They're home to Palace next and then away to Forest before they face Liverpool again in Game Week 23. It's worth seeing how they get on in the next two before making a decision there. Spurs 3, Bournemouth 1. Really impressive performance by Spurs. Many were expecting Bournemouth to get a result out of this game given Tottenham's injuries and Bournemouth's recent form at both ends of the pitch. Son and Richarlison both found the back of the net and a blank for Solanke. Bournemouth did take 24 shots, only 4 on target, 1.64 xG. Richarlison could be one of the best Son and Salah replacements. He took 5 shots that game, all 5 of which were inside the box, 1.35 xG for him. 5 goals in his last 5 games as well. He came off before they conceded, so a clean sheet point for him. Crazy for a player playing as a striker to get clean sheet points. We love these out of player positions in FPL for that reason, an extra point per goal every time he scores as well, and the clean sheet points. Of course in FPL he's a midfielder and he's only 6.8 mil. In Son's absence, it'll be Johnson, Richarlison and Kulu leading the line. Johnson did get an assist as well, but it seems worth finding the extra 1 mil for Richarlison if you're going there. Liverpool 4, Newcastle 2. What an absolutely ridiculous game this was. Very entertaining watch. Less so if you didn't have Salah captain though, like myself. At half time, Salah was a minus 1 points from a missed penalty. By full time, he had 2 goals and an assist for a 16 pointer. 3.87 expected goal of him by full time, which is crazy for Salah. Huge performance from him before he's off to AFCON now. Liverpool registered 7.53 expected goals against Newcastle, which is the most ever recorded in a single Premier League game. Darwin also set a record for the season. He registered the highest expected goals of any player not to score. With 1.67 expected goals, he had three big chances and no goal. This chart from Sertab Bilal shows the crazy accumulation of XG throughout the game. Many of us were expecting Newcastle to show up for this one, it certainly didn't happen. Trippier was missing from the matchday squad entirely, which was a big surprise. Wilson also absent. Jota got two assists off the bench in a 26 minute cameo. He scored the week before as well in a 6 minute cameo. With Salah gone, Zobosai reportedly picking up a hamstring injury, it could be an interesting pick. Able to play anywhere across the front three, he's 7.7 mil. With that all in mind, let's look at the transfer plans on the team for Gameweek 21. In goal it's Edison, in defence Saliba, Trent and Pedro Porro. The midfield is Palmer, Salah, Son and Saka, and then Solanke, Alvarez and Watkins the front three. Two free transfers, 0.1 mil in the bank. Obviously Salah and Son are where transfers need to be spent. However, Haaland's possibly returning in Gameweek 21, which could point towards a striker transfer. 
There's a lack of standout captain options to Gemic 21, which does make Haaland tempting. At the moment, Saka's captain home to Palace, but Arsenal aren't inspiring confidence at the moment. Maybe Palmer home to Fulham is the solution. Let us know in the comments who your captain is at the moment. One player that's definitely coming in is Bowen for Salah. He's been scoring consistently this season, he's got Sheffield United next. That gives 7.3 mil in the bank on a sun replacement after factoring in a certain price rule before the next deadline. There's lots of ways to go with the second transfer. Richarlison, Eze, Elise, Alanga, Garnacho, all of my thinking. At the moment, the plan is Richarlison. This leaves enough money to replace any of the forwards with Haaland. There is a temptation to play the expected minutes game and go one more game without Haaland, assuming we don't get any early team news that he starts. In other words, take a chance that he's benched on his return from injury and comes off the bench. If we get news that he starts, then the likely third transfer for Romanus 4 to sell Alvarez to Haaland and captain him. Something I've not ruled out though is keeping Sun for one game and just selling Salah and Alvarez and then start Gordon or Pinnock, but I'd only have 5.9 mil for the Salah replacement which rules out Bowen or Richarlison, so it'd have to be Garnacho and Haaland that come in. Fortunately Man City do play on the day of the deadline so there's an outside chance of some early team news. Let us know in the comments how you're getting on and what your transfer plans are and hit subscribe if you enjoyed this video, there's more to follow, see you soon for the next one. Podcast Network.